I grab another arrow, go to put it in like my rest and pull back, and I jack it off the side of my bow. Early in the hunt, you're already pushing her hard. Yeah. Be aggressive. <laughs> be, be aggressive. <laughs> my eyes were swollen completely shut. Ladies and gents, welcome back to another episode of Let's Assess. Well, that actually kind of sounded cool. I like that. All right, guys. Today we're going to dive into a little talk of uh, of my archery elk hunt from last year. We're just going to tell the story, kind of tell some of the tactics that we used to to get a bull down. So I'm here with AJ today. Yeah, what's up, guys? And he's going to be BSing with me. And then mess uh, him up mainly. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Make fun of me. And then uh, if you guys are listening to this on a podcast platform please give us a five-star review if you're on youtube please please subscribe and uh throw some hate in the comments we love you um all right so let's jump right into it so yeah and if, if you guys are i'm gonna jump in real quick if you guys you know like what you're seeing give us a, a share us on facebook instagram maybe tell a friend you know i mean tell one friend for us just help us out a little bit if you like what you're hearing from us Tell a friend and uh, see if we can make this thing grow. So yeah, we're just a bunch of goons that are trying to bring some normal outdoor content to uh to the mainstream market here. Yeah. All right, guys. Alrighty. So, um, okay. So let's dive in. So last year, my goal was to get an archery elk. Um, for those of you who've been listening to the podcast, I love you. Uh, as you know, I was fairly new to archery hunting. And, um, I went a year without being successful. And so this year was time to be successful, time to focus. I kind of understand what I was going after. And so now it was time to, uh, to execute, so to speak. So we started scouting and, uh, we live in, in a really good spot to hunt. We live in the elk, what people call the elk hunting capital of the world. Uh, that's opinion, but that's what just migrating called. elk herd in the lower 48. Yep. Yep. So, uh, we did a lot of summer scouting mainly just to BS and we kind of knew where we were going, but we just did it for fun and we did it to basically just have a good time and then obviously look for elk. So we normally do like a backpack type hunt where we carry tents in and we carry water in and it's like a five mile hike in, um, and we're staying out of a tent. So this year, or last year, I guess it would be, we smartened up, me and my buddy, and we got mules rounded up and uh, stayed at a camp that was five miles down the hill. Yeah. Um, but we wanted to stay in the camp, or we wanted some of the the luxury of hunting. So we got off the ground and got off the tent and the hiking which well, I really enjoyed. Well, you say that, but what are some of the reasons, like, why you, you know, you've tent camped and then what was, you know, what made you uh, want to do that? Because I think we have a lot of similar reasons why. Well, dude, I'll tell you the biggest reason why. The biggest reason why I didn't want to tent camp up there was because my allergies were so bad. <laughs> they were so bad. My eyes were swollen completely shut. I couldn't see anything. And I don't even have allergies. And I live, like, it. Was, we think it's a sagebrush allergy, but... I live in the sagebrush. Like yeah. I'm out there all the time, uh, scouting, riding razors. Like, I don't know why it was that bad, but it was. Yeah. And so, and, and not only that, but it, it was, 
I don't know. I like tent camping, but we yeah. just kind of wanted like a little, little something more. different. Yeah. 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 But you know, in that case, you know, that's one of those things that you guys might not be prepared for when you come out here and hunt is the allergies and stuff. Cause that sagebrush and that rabbit brush and all that stuff, it's doing its last bloom for the year in the fall, especially when you are hunting and you know, some of the other grasses and weeds and stuff are blooming that time of the year. Be prepared for that maybe. Cause yeah, I mean, it, it wrecks both of us for sure. Yeah. And that's, I'm a big, like, I have to shower every day. Like, and that's tent camping is rough. I mean, I can go two, three days and then I got to go get a shower like max. Yeah. So. And dude, I mean, not just like sneezing. I'm talking eyes swollen yep. shut, redder than, I mean, redder than a gosh darn red Christmas ornament. <laughs> I mean, just so red that people are like, are you okay? Like, yeah. are you, like, what's going on with your you? health? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, so, we decided to do the uh, the camper, and it, it was really cool. We stayed. Uh, his my buddy's grandparents came out, and it was just a really good time sitting by the fire, just having a really good time. And uh, we we're basically riding mules into the hunting area before the sun rose uh, every day. And I think, you know, I think that I've seen a lot of hunters that do the tent camping thing. And uh, they'll set up a, a main camp way up the way. And I think that there's obviously pros to that. You're you're on the elk. But there, I think there's also a downfall to it when you're making noise all night, when you're, you know, making smells for a week. I mean, I just think it makes the elk a little bit uneasy. Yeah. And, yeah. and can push them out of... They know you're there. Right. You're not and, supposed to be. And with this, we're like the dark night. We're swooping in right before dark. We're out of there, you know, 11, 12 o'clock, and then we're back, you know, and we we tie the horses up and then walk, I'd say, like half a mile. So that was kind of our tactics for this hunt. And then uh, so we went the first day. Archery season opens on September 2nd, I think. Yeah, something like that. It's early think, September. Because it's my birthday, yep. I think. So um, it opens the 2nd. We hunted the second, and we were on elk, but for those of you who haven't hunted much in archery, early in September, so in, in Colorado, I don't know if it's this way everywhere, but you get a, an archery tag is good for a month, an over-the-counter archery tag is good for the month of September, and what normally happens is, is the, uh, from my experience, the third week-ish, depending on the year, normally the third to fourth week, the elk are in primary rut, so early in the uh, in the season, they're calling. You can hear them, but they're not really reacting to that call. They're not like rutted up and just stupid. They're not just blowing into places and not being cautious. They're more calling, but they're not moving. At least that's what this bull that I will yeah. tell you about. It's more like a locator, you know. They're, yeah. they're just like trying to find other elk. Like, yeah, I'm in the right area at least. You right. Know? So, so on the third or on the second day. Let's get into it. So the second day we uh, we went up a little bit early and we found a spring that we were sitting on and we were walking this ridge and we bugled right around, I think it was probably, I don't know, 5.30 at night. And we heard an elk and he was down on this spring and uh, it was... It was not reacting, meaning it was not coming to us. It was kind of just doing its thing. 
and it was a ways away from us. And we're we're starting, you know, we're messing with it and seeing what it was going to do. And by the time that we realized it was not going to come, it the light situation was kind of a factor. Yeah, yeah you know, dark. Yeah, and uh, so we well, and here's the other factor. So we're sitting up glassing this elk, and there's a couple other elk in the area, and I'm sitting there, and I see a black bear mom and two cubs, and I'm talking like two little, or no, oh. there's three cubs. I'm talking like little, little, little. fluff balls. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, oh, that's so cute. And and uh, so they're walking, and I look at my buddy, I'm like, dude, this is probably a really bad idea. Like, I don't want to be put in a position where I need to shoot, you know, because I carry a pistol for protection along with a bow. I don't want to be in a position where I need to shoot a mom and and those cubs are so small they're going to be dead. Yeah, like, exactly. I don't yeah. want to do that. Yeah. And so well, it, it kind of I mean not like that's bad enough but it also like kind of ruins your your hunting area for a little bit too, you know. Well, yeah, that's true. I mean, you know, that's your watering hole and then you got all that commotion and then a dead animal right there like yeah, just yeah. a lot of bad on top of that, you know. Yeah. It's one of those situations you just like you see it, you avoid it. Well, <laughs> So anyway, so I see these, they, they're at one spring drinking these three cubs and a, and a mom. And uh, so they, they start to leave. And um, my buddy's like, dude, I say we go down there and we stock this elk and see how it pans out. Nice. And I'm like, eh, all right, let's do it. So we start heading down this hill and we have eyes on these bears and they're going away from us. And so they go to the other spring right where my where where the bull that we were trying to stock was at. So it was drinking out of the same thing. So I'm like, dude, this is like a National Geographic thing. It's like (laughs) elk, bear, drinking just side by side. And for whatever reason, the the elk wasn't spooked at all. And the bear, I mean, it was like it was in a zoo. They were not spooked at all. It's coexisting. Yeah. And so we we kept eyes on it, and we kind of snuck down the ridge. And we're trying to, we, you know, my buddy's raking, we're calling, it's, it's not moving. So it starts feeding on this hillside away from us. And I'm like, dude, we're going to be on the ass end of this thing. It's going to be dark. There's no way we're going to get to this thing. Yeah. And uh, so I, I'm watching this elk, and he's raking and calling, trying to get him to move. And he looks at me, or I look at him, and I'm like, we need to go. Yep. And I said, if we blow this elk out of here, it is what it is, but we're going to run out of light. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Something that always jumps through my head. You know, you know that moment when you're out there. You're like, we got to make a move right now. Right now. I always think of that like a song that like, would always be something like a high school game, you know, and like be aggressive, be, be <laughs> aggressive, right? Like that's what just yeah. cup offs in my yeah. head immediately. <laughs> yeah. No, but dude, we always talk about it. It's like my buddy is the most ultra aggressive hunter you've ever seen. I <laughs> yeah. mean, like. I have to be like, okay, hold on. Yeah, is this a good idea? Like, I don't reason. know if this is a good idea, you know, because I'm like, dude, I, I think this is a terrible idea. <laughs> and But a lot of times, I mean, he's successful all the time, and, and that's because I think he is be aggressive, be, be aggressive, <laughs> exactly. be aggressive. So anyway, um, yeah, I think that's why he, he's successful. Um, I think there's times to be, be aggressive, and then I think there's times to hold off. Absolutely. But in this situation, we had to be aggressive. So I'm like, let's go. So I'm like crouched, crawling through this grass, probably like a quarter mile, and I lose him. I I can't see him. I don't know where he's at. 
and the sun's going down and I'm like, dude, he will not come into me. Huh. And I'm like, oh my God, dude. I'm like, I'm like thinking this is probably not going to work out, but whatever. We've already come this far. So at this time, we're probably a mile from, from the mules. Okay. And it's almost dark and we have like a four mile ride on the mules down. Oh man. And so. And is this first night? Second night. Second night. All yeah. right. So you're early in the hunt. You're already pushing her hard. Yeah. And so, um, so I see the elk. I finally see the elk and I'm like, dude, this is never going to work. Like this elk is in the middle of, like I had no cover. Yeah. And I'm like, but I'm wearing Sitka. So it probably is going to work. Well, you paid all that money at better, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so I see this elk finally, and I'm so I'm stalking it, and I'm creeping, creeping, creeping through the brush, and I'm start. It's starting to get a little too dark for my liking, so I knock an arrow, and I'm creeping, 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 and my buddy gets out his rangefinder and he clicks it, and he's like, he's like sixty yards, and I'm like, that's too far for my liking. I don't like yeah. shooting that far, um, and so I shoot and. It goes just barely under it. So here my, dude, my adrenaline. I mean, from the time I saw the black bear, it is just going boom, 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 boom. I can feel my heartbeat in my my temples, and I'm like doing the shiver even though it's warm out. (laughs) I'm like, oh, my God. So I, uh, I grab another arrow, go to put it in like my rest and pull back, and I jack it off the side of my bow. (laughs) <laughs> and it falls in the dirt, oh, and then I'm like shit. looking. I'm like, do I use that arrow? Do I grab it? And I'm like, eh. and I grab another one, put it in there, pull it back, and he goes, fifty five. <laughs> Came closer. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, sweet. I can do fifty five. Can't do sixty. Yeah, no, I'm kidding. Big so difference. yeah, way big difference. So I pull back, and dude, I can see its outline. And I, uh, when I tell the story, I'm kind of ashamed of like this. Probably wasn't a great idea, but it turned out to be fine. In the heat of the moment, yeah. In yeah, the heat of the moment, it was a great it. idea. Yep. So I pull back, and he goes 55. I'm like, tink, and I hear, thunk, and nice. I'm like, oh my god. And my buddy always jokes with me now. He, I turned around, and my, he's like, dude, your eyes. I've never seen someone the eyes get that big. <laughs> And so I turn around to him and I'm like, oh my God, dude, I think I missed it again. And he goes, didn't you hear that thunk? And I'm like, yeah, dude, I need to get another arrow in it. So I jack, jack another one off the side <laughs> of him. I'm like, Ugh! so then I grab it, put it in and look. And he kind of like moseys off. Like he doesn't run. He kind of just like slowly walks off. Nice. And he yeah. gets far enough out that it's too dark to see. And so I like, release. I don't, yeah, I release. I don't shoot. And I can hear him walking, and I'm like, dude, I don't think I got him. And he's like, dude, I think you got him. Like, he's shook up. Yep. He's not running. And so he comes. We wait just a second and let him see what kind of what he's going to do. And he had walked up on the other ridge hillside. And so we finally saw him. There was a little bit of blood, and then there started to be more and more and more. And he went from where I shot him probably a hundred yards, oh. and in probably two and a half minutes from there he was dead. Oh wow, fast! So I got him right in the 
right in the neck. Nice. And so I, uh, before we found him, I'm like, dude, he was broadside. I think I got him. And my buddy's like, dude, he was not broadside. He was facing straight at you. <laughs> dude, I mean, I was shook. Like yeah. the adrenaline was just so good. I just loved it. And so we found it, and then we went and got the mules, brought the mules over, and uh, and and then took care of it. Took some pictures, gutted it, and then and then walked for probably an hour and a half. No, probably two hours. We got to camp at like two thirty in the morning. Oh, man, brutal. But Worth dude, it though. <laughs> let me let me ask some. And for those of you that are out there, if you if you're listening and you feel this way leave a comment if you agree or if you've ever felt this when you kill an animal like you're elk hunting you have so much adrenaline and and maybe i don't know maybe it's the same way with a rifle i'm speaking more on archery the stock everything like that you have so much adrenaline going through your body have you guys ever felt like so much adrenaline for so long and then you get calmed down and it just takes everything out of you have you ever felt that oh, like yeah. you were just like you can't keep your eyes you're open you're losing yeah. it you're like trying to gut the thing and you're kind of like it's dark yeah and then so on top of that i'm thinking is this bear staring <laughs> at us i know he's right here <laughs> yeah yeah and so i'm like have the pistol out and i'm like dude i hope this bear doesn't come but uh it was an adventure to say the least and it was a successful hunt my my most or my first successful archery hunt so it was pretty cool for me, but that going back to that dude, like I've seen it with my buddy too, like hunting with him when he killed his bull the year before, everything was like hyped up. Like we were happy. We we're like, Oh my God, this is sweet. And then it's like 30 minutes after you kill. I was still, it was late at night, but like I was still doing okay. Yep. Cause I, I had adrenaline, but yeah, not were. that like extreme level of adrenaline. Yep. And dude, he was starting to fade. Oh yeah. And he was like, dude, I don't know if I can do this dude. Like, and so he literally was like, we're done. We're not packing this out tonight. We're going to hang it in a tree and come get it tomorrow. Like I cannot do this. And I've never seen him like that, Yeah. but there's, I don't know, maybe it was just us, but it was like that experience of you have so much adrenaline that it just drains your entire like nervous system and makes you want to sleep. Well, it's like you burn all that energy. Like, you know, like you, you are burning so much energy in that peak of adrenaline and then, yeah, you come off of it. Like, it's like you know, whoa. it's just like, like a sugar crash, you know, like yeah. you just like pff, done. Yeah. And like you, you just like everything that led up to that moment, you peaked and then finally like everything starts relaxed and everything does. And then, yeah, you just, you do, you get tired. Definitely, yeah. definitely can relate there for sure. Yeah. So. No, dude. And the thing, like looking back on that, like the, I think the biggest takeaway from that when we were doing it was we were aggressive. We were B-E aggressive. You know, we were doing <laughs> that. Aggressive. Yeah. But at the same time, like, we were aggressive with, like, enough patience to be successful. Like, we were patient when we needed to be patient. Because, like, when I tell the story, it's like, it probably seems like that stock was five minutes. That stock took two and a half hours. Yeah. So you're aggressive when you can be, but then right. also you got to know when to be patient. Like, when he's up and looking around, like, obviously you're not running at him you right. know for yeah. sure but in like certain spots we'd stay for you know 25 minutes waiting to see what he'd do yep and yeah i it was it was the coolest thing i've done in hunting it awesome. was just like dude the adrenaline like i mean i i the, all the stars aligned i didn't get winded i wasn't hurt i wasn't seen i was seen after I, he got shot but 
I was, dude, just knocking arrows into the dirt. Oh, yeah. And, dude, I literally looked at my buddy afterwards. I'm like, dude, I'm out of arrows. Because I, like, yeah, I you, shot two. Two, and you and had dropped two. Yeah, two. Yeah. Like, Jesus. So <laughs> that is kind of my archery hunt. No, that's and awesome. I love it. That's... It was, it was kind of, it was eventful, but it was kind of, the hunting season overall was kind of uneventful because second day we're second done. Second day, yep. Which, you know, I mean, that's just the way it is. When the stars align, it just, it goes right like that. You know, yeah. it doesn't always have to be a long hunt, but it can, it's, it's every bit as draining either way, you know. I mean, it's yeah. it's a roller coaster. So. The thing that I've learned with archery, and maybe if you're like an absolute expert, it's different. But if you're like a normal archery hunter, you can't be as picky as you think you can be. Yeah, no. Like I was the year before. I was like, dude, I'll, I'm I'm gonna hold out for a little while to get like a a good bull. That's yeah. like my mindset going into the season. I want a big bull, but dude, like you're running. If you're on public lands, over the counter, yep. archery, and then you got to work during the week, yep. or or maybe you take a week, take a week dude. Even, like yeah. the chances are way slimmer, so you have to like understand that, know that going in, and be like, if I see a bull, but it's like with you, if you're if it doesn't get you excited, then don't kill it. Yeah, and as you like as you kill more, like you're gonna yeah. start feeling that same like, okay, I gotta beat this. Even this year, you're probably gonna be like. Well, one slightly bigger than the one I already yeah. killed, right? You're but dude, I was ecstatic way. for the bull that I got. Oh, absolutely! And, and it wasn't a, you know, yeah, and monster. I, I, but I think you know, like especially archery hunting, and like this never actually even leaves with archery hunting is, it's about opportunity. You know, like you have to make every stock like that you can because you know if if you see like in my situation, even if you see a good bull, like you better make that stock because you might learn from it. You might, you know, figure out something you didn't know or use the terrain, you know, etc. Like you have to make every stock and you make it count. You know, if it's, it's worth right. making, you got to do it. So right. no, sure. I, it was, it was definitely, yeah, it worked out well. Stars no, aligned. I think that's the, like a really cool point out of your story that I gathered there was like, even though with that bear and everything there, like you still made the move, you know, like yeah. you went for it, you did it, you know, it is two and a half hours later, obviously, you know, but like, but if we got mauled by the bear, <laughs> then I'd be sitting here going, you dumbass, you know? Yeah, what like, an idiot. Yeah, you but it, could have told you that. Out. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. Hindsight's always twenty twenty on that. Exactly. But but if you don't take that chance, you'll never know. You, right. know. you have to have to go for it. But that's like the stuff that, you know, the whole hunt makes you feel alive. But you're stalking an elk. You feel like there's, well, you know there's a bear right <laughs> here with cubs, which is even more dangerous, more stupid. And... Being under the stars, you know, having to gut it and feel the weight of the meat and all that, it like that's what makes you feel alive, and that's why, you know, you should hunt. Yeah. And those of you who have done it, you know it. But I think that that's where I wrap it up. Awesome. Well, great story. Thanks for sharing with us. <laughs> I loved it. I tried to make her quick, but yeah. all right, Good guys, one. we appreciate it. We we appreciate all the love that we've gotten, and uh, we're gonna keep this thing rolling. If you have any um ideas for topics if you guys want us to shoot uh you know an informational podcast on something that you're struggling with can't find online leave it down in the comments um message us on uh instagram at cook bros or stofle 800 yeah and, and don't limit those ideas you know if you got any ideas for any topic you know kind of outdoorsy you know we're we're uh you know covering outdoors so whatever you have that way if you got a question on even snowmobiling whatever like you know shoot it our way and uh we will try to get to it for sure or not yep. try to. We will get to we it. We will get to it. All right, guys, we love you. We appreciate the support. And uh, until next time, peace yeah. out. Catch love you at the next one.